It's Reaction Monday, powered by Superbook Sports. Leading off with a big story of the day. Here's the drive. Back in. Devontae Adams in the slot. They're adjusting the play now. Jimmy G seeing the defense, getting him in the right play. Play clock is plenty of time left. We'll take the snap. Looking left, throwing left. Passes complete left. Jacoby Myers. Second down. Off the play fake. Looking to throw again. Pumps once. Throws on the run. Passes complete on the run. To the 41-yard line. Brandon Johnson. A gain of 21 yards. Marcus Epson on the cut. He rides. He catches the, the football. He's in the backfield. Off the play fake to him. Wilson looking toward the end zone. Trying to get away from Crosby. Back to the end zone. Touchdown, Broncos. Extra point is no good. That's Bro Lutz. He just came over. Saw him struggle in warm-ups. Misses his first extra point. On the right hash mark. That's where he prefers. High snap. Handled well. Kick is on its way. End over end. No good. Off to the right. Closed end of the stadium, too. Might be a little easier. But not that time to throw again. Slam. Jacoby Myers, touchdown Raiders, six yards. Yeah, the atmosphere was great. I mean, that, that means the world to us as players. You know, they were in it, and the fans were in it the whole game, super supportive, lifting us up, you know, and, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing for us is, is we, we feed off of that as players. You know, it really does matter. This is an electric city in terms of sports and in terms of, um, you know, fan base and everything else. And so we're going to be better next week, and uh, that's what we've got to do. Thank you, Russell Wilson. A tough loss for the Broncos losing 17-16. Of course, the excitement with CU is off the charts, and it's hard not to compare one situation to another. Matt Smith with me as well as KJ. Adam Schefter coming up here in 12 minutes. Juxtapose these two situations, what we have going on in Boulder and what we have going on in Power Field. Good question. I think what we have going on in Boulder It's a complete reset. It's not something you could do in the NFL. It's not like Sean Payton came in and, you know, told some of the players that he didn't like they had to leave, right? They're under contract. You can't do that in the pros. I was thinking about this driving in and a little bit last night. The Broncos replaced the quarterback. They Yeah, they replaced the – yeah, it was on you. It's all right. I appreciate you acknowledging that, though. Uh, The Broncos replaced the quarterback. They replaced the coach several different times. All right, so why is this not working? What else do we have to look at? It's the talent. It's the talent across the board. And when you look at the buffs and what Coach Prime has done, he brought in playmakers. He brought in real talent. But he also brought in a quarterback that's, you know, one of the best in college football. And it's a great place to start right there. And when you got that, dude, you got a lot. Now, in the NFL, it's just not the same. You got to have more, and everybody has to play complementary football because there's a smaller margin for error at the professional level. And right now, I think Sean Payton came in riding high, thinking that, of course, I'll solve some of this. Of course I will. And he's corrected a lot. Like, I want to give him credit because I thought they played, in general, it was a strange game, but I thought they played, in general, significantly better over last season. Significantly, even with the same result. It was a much cleaner operation, other than the fact that they were a little undisciplined. But Peyton doesn't have the ability to just flip the roster. And I think we're learning, and I'm not going to be an early judge here. Let's see how it plays out. But I think we're learning that here in Denver, we have definitely been a little higher on this roster than people have been nationally, and they were probably right. You know, Will Lutz, the new kicker for the Broncos, spells his name with uh, one L. Do you know where he found the other L? On the scoreboard. 
There you go. That was better. Was that better? That was better. Right, that was better. Let's go to uh, my guy, Andy. Andy, you all right? What's up, Andy? Are you okay, Andy? Talk are, to us. Are you all right? Afternoon, DMAC. Um, I'm not, and I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but, man, just, just starting with talent, especially on defense, like, where are guys like Randy Gregory? Where are guys like Frank Clark? Nick Burrito? I mean, we have nothing on the edge. And I just think we have a... Wait a second. Talking massive, about, did you, did yeah. you just say Nick Burrito? He did. Yeah, Nick Burrito. He doesn't deserve Benito. He's Burrito to me. He should be Burrito for the whole state. But I just think oh, we, get, we don't have the talent. And if we do have the talent, they're not stepping up. And it, it's really frustrating. But um, just, I mean, anything can happen. It's only one week, but... I'm just warning other fans to get ready for uh, for some pain, possibly. All right, so. Andy, I want you to say something. You ready? Just say, yeah, what's up? Andy, just say sad trombone. Sad trombone. Thank you, Andy. Andy's not feeling it. He's not, not in good mood. That Andy. Mm-hmm. Nick, Nick Burrito. Nick Burrito. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm laughing. I'll tell you something about where Nick. Where was he? He was barely playing is where he was. And I saw them take Randy Gregory off the field on a couple of third downs. Drew Sanders getting zero defensive snaps. Drew Sanders, yeah, the highly touted pass rushing Micah Parsons comparable, zero defensive snaps, zero. Week one, let's see how it progresses. Okay, but I mean, it's not like they were sacking uh, Jimmy G left and right. Well, look, Julian McLaughlin got one touch too. Week yeah. one wasn't about the rookies. It no clearly kidding. wasn't about the rookies. Maybe, maybe, maybe it should be. You know what, DMAC? Maybe it should be. Maybe it should be because you're looking for explosive plays here. You're looking for talent. Like you said, the CU offense is speed and space, right? Get the ball out quickly. Two playmakers in a position to do something with it. A lot of playmaking. That's the thing. So you don't, uh, Denver, rather, doesn't have a lot of playmaking. Doesn't have. You know, I, I facetiously, but maybe not, would you rather have Xavier Shador, Edwards, and Travis, or... And Jimmy Horn. Okay, all right, Jimmy Horn, or uh, Russell Wilson, Javante Williams, uh, Cortland Sutton, Brandon Johnson. Uh, I think I feel like I'm... Well, who would you rather have? Patrick Sertan, thank you. <laughs> we had to throw PS2 in well, there. Well, you threw, you threw Jimmy Horn in. You threw, you gave well, me Jimmy a, Horn's a receiver. No, I get it, but you threw yeah. a fifth guy into my metaphor. Well, the point so is, is to, that you have way adapt. more. The point is, you have way more weapons up in Boulder, right? For their for their programs, they have way more weapons. What's the answer to the question? I, right now, why would I choose the Broncos? Let's go to uh, Lori. Hi, Lori. Lori, you okay? Come on, Lori. You doing all right? I'm good. I'm good. I just i I have a problem with this coach because Uh-oh. I feel. My problem is Uh-oh. is that he uh, did a desperate play on the very first play. Lori, my that girl. Told me, that told me that he had absolutely no confidence in his play. Oh. Lori, with both I barrels. Can see, wait, wait, let me finish. Uh, okay. I can see once we got the ball, yeah. if he had a Drew, had uh, Russell Wilson throw a Hail Mary. Then that would have told me he at least felt like the defense could have did something to hold them. It was like we we spotted them seven points. Hey, my girl. All right. All right, Lori. Lori, you're spot on, Lori. That's not how Sean Payne rolls. I don't know if that's how Broncos country feels either. No, but Sean Payne rolled out with that B S E. Comes that onside kick. No time to talk. You see the 
What am I going to do? I'm going to onside kick it. Yeah. You're, you're going to what? Onside kick it. When? First clip with of my the, new kicker. Of the game? Yeah. Now I won a Super Bowl. I got BSC, BSC. <laughs> I got BSC, BSC. Ah, 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 ah. BSC. Good stuff. BSC. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, yeah. Right in the register. Lori, Lori wasn't lying. You tell me what Lori said that was wrong. Yeah, you had the BSC, man. You had the BSC going. She's right. I didn't mind the BSC. I like the BSC. I'm down. Is that right? You're down I, with that BSC? I am down with that BSC. I just I just wanted that the whole game. I just wanted BSC in a different place. Like, I can't be bringing my BSC everywhere. Like, BSC has to be, it's, it's a pick and choose situation here. I like BSC, man. I think you got to be confident. I think you got to be aggressive. I just would have stayed there. That's all. That's the only difference. My man, Colton. Colton. Colton, you all right? What's up, Colt? You good? You all right? D-Mac. D-Mac, I'm all right. But bringing back Vance Joseph was the worst decision this team could make. His unit played so undisciplined yesterday. Two personal fouls. No hurries. No sacks. Couldn't get Drew Sanders. Uh, hold on, bro. Let's be fair. Was, was Kareem Jackson's penalty on Vance Joseph? Uh, undisciplined is from your coach. Oh, though, come correct? on. <laughs> come on. The dude's been in the league for on, 14 D-Mac. years. Let come me on. give you Josh Jacobs, man. Josh Jacobs, 19 carries, 48 yards, 2.5. That was VJ's defense. Let's look at Devontae Adams, bro. Nine targets, six catches for 66, no touchdowns, along of 18. That didn't kill you. I mean, 17 points in the game, seven points allowed in the second half. VJ converted on three out of six drives, could have converted on a fourth one had they not get a lucky interception in the end zone. A fifth drive could have scored, but they kneeled to end the game. So mm. you tell me. So you wow. don't think so so Colton, That's you think it, good, good comeback. You don't Colton. think they were aggressive enough? I just don't understand how they couldn't get any pressure on this quarterback for all these guys they got on their line. I'm just wondering how they're being coached. It doesn't seem like they're being coached aggressive. Hey, let me enough. ask let me ask all y'all a, a question. Was that game all right, let's, let's do this. The Broncos obviously gave away. Thank you, Colton. You make a great point. I'm going to go with you on this. Okay, thank you, Colton. Was that game closer to, let's give the Broncos four points, 20, right? Let's give them the four points. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm following you, All trying right. to. Was the game more like you're, we're giving the Broncos the four points, so it's 20 to 17, a Broncos win, or... We're given the Raiders a touchdown when they threw the pick in the in the end zone, and then we're going to give them points on the final drive too, which would be ten more points. Is the game more like twenty seventeen Broncos or twenty seven? And I'll give the Broncos an extra point. Twenty seven seventeen Raiders. What was the game more like? I need an abacus for this one. What do you mean? What was the game more like? Now, how did it feel? Was it so? It's seventeen sixteen is the final. How should it have ended up? Is that how what you're asking? Much, how did it feel? What was the game more like? Was it more like a Raiders possible ten point victory or a Broncos four point victory? What was it more like? That's the truth of the game. Okay, because I, the I'm Raiders how don't get there. Because. Really? Yeah. The Raiders threw an interception in the end zone. That could have easily been a touchdown. That was from like the seven-yard line. Okay. Let's give them that touchdown, and it's not a turnover. 
Okay. That's seven points. They also drove the length of the field where they sat on the ball when they were in field goal territory, but they were in scoring territory yet once again, which could at least be three points, adding up to another 10 points or 27 total points I got you. if you give them those moments. Yeah, to me it felt more like a Broncos four-point win. Because if you if you All take right. out the fact, but you also have to take out the fact, in my opinion, and I'm just going to see it this way, I, I, this is how I feel about it, you spotted them seven. You spotted them seven. So I don't, yeah, I don't think seven, they spotted them seven, just Bull like Lori told, Lori told you. Now, are you Bull disagreeing Lori. with Lori? She'll oh, get back I, on the horny. I definitely, I love Lori, but I respectfully disagree. Here's with what Lori. I'll say is that there were missed opportunities, and like Colton just mentioned, they were undisciplined. There were a couple of penalties that put them in a bad position, and when you have... 13 total drives in a football game, you don't have margin for error. So when you do have a 16-play drive in the second half and you're down on the doorstep in the red zone with the first in goal, hey, you got to pop that sucker in, man. If not, that's on your execution. Let's go to our guy, Adam Schefter, our ESPN NFL insider. Joins us courtesy of Twin Peaks. You've got some uh, breaking news with Chris Jones. Why don't you just let us know what you just tweeted out about Chris Jones. Well, D-Mac, I was going to wait yeah. and have you ask me about it during the show and then break the news right after. But I figured I've abused you enough this season, so oh, let's just get straight to the news kind. and let you know that Chris Jones' holdout officially is over. Uh, the Chiefs and his agents reached agreement today on a deal that basically brings Chris Jones back. The one year of the deal stands up. So there were no new years added, but there were a lot of incentives added. And so Chris Jones is back. He'll, I'm sure he'll be playing Sunday against the Jaguars. There you go. And the holdout is over. Well, oh, the, hooray, AFC, Adam. <laughs> the AFC West is uh, an interesting place right now uh, as the Raiders stand alone in first place. But what were the big takeaways from the Raiders-Broncos? Is it something different going on? Or, Adam, is it more of the same? Uh, well, I, I think there's some improvements, but the end result is the same. Right, yep. and when you have that, it—I don't care really what the improvements are. You just say it's another loss. Like this team somehow has got to find a way to to find some momentum and get people excited about them, right? Like that's—I think that's what it's trying to do. And so here is a home opener with a new coaching staff against a division rival, and and it doesn't produce a victory. And so I just think that that's the tough part, right? Like this is just very macro level that I'm saying this. They, they need to get some momentum going. They need to get people excited. They need to get people believing in them. And when you don't win, that doesn't happen. Adam, what should the fan base take from the coach coming out and onside kicking first play of the season, first play of his Broncos tenure? Is that is that the yeah. tone you're talking about? Well, I, I, yeah, I think he's trying to fire everybody up. You know, we're going to be bold. We're going to be adventurous. You know, it's basically the play that helped him win the Super Bowl in New Orleans, went out and tried it again. It it was a message. Again, they they don't win the game. And so that's the unfortunate part here. And and you're trying to find a way to do it. They didn't get it done. And so really all that other conversation becomes for naught. I think we've got a weird situation here in Colorado, Adam. Very, very strange. (laughs) But it's great. (laughs) Well, let me guess what you're going to say to me. Yeah. Having heard none of your show, that people right now are more excited about the Buffs than the Broncos. Hey, ain't, hey. No, ain't no doubt about hey. it. But not only that, but I think there's a weird pressure being put on the Broncos, which is super strange that that would be the case because of how people are, are so enthusiastic well, about CU. Well, but, but let me just say this, right? And, and I, I, I kind of sense you're going to go there before you even went there. I just 
you know, I, I don't know. I don't know that there's a more exciting story in football, mm. college or pro right now, than the Buffs. Wow. Like, That's everybody's just me. smitten with Deion Sanders and what he's doing and the overhaul of the program. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're buzzier and sexier right now than the Broncos. Yeah, of course. They're sexier and buzzier than every team in football at any level, in my mind. Hey, like, that's, that's today, right? Hey, Adam, did the uh, the folks at Countdown consider moving you guys from New Jersey to Boulder for, for Countdown? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they, they, they talked about it. You know, we were going to count that tonight. Aaron Rodgers' home debut. Whoa. We got, we got, we got, we got lightning. We're getting lightning alerts here. Oh, are oh, you boy. really? Wow. Seriously? Safety alert at MetLife Stadium going off of my phone. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. That's wild. All right, should That's we wild. should we say goodbye? Are you all right? Well, no, 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 no. I'm I'm underground. I'm I'm in the bowels of the stadium right now. Okay. So I I, I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. Um, is this what it looks like to fix Russ? Is this a fixed Russell Wilson? Well, I, I think it's a process. I, I think he looked better yesterday. I think that it's going the way you want. But again, it comes back. You got to win the game, right? And they didn't do that. So did, did he not look better to you? He looked improved to me. He looked right? he looked better in the first half for sure. Way more efficient, but very very safe. However, in the second half, they kind of handcuffed him a little bit, and they didn't really take many shots down the field. And with six minutes to go and the ball in their hand, they went three and out. They're only three and out of six possessions. Hey, let me go there with this real quick. How many NFL? You've covered the NFL literally forever. How many games yep. do you recall where a team had six possessions in an entire game? Not many, right? Not many. That that, that that's a low number. I, I I don't have it in front of me, but how many plays? How many offensive plays did they run? Uh, let me see here. The Broncos had fifty-eight. Adam, was it? You yeah, got total 58. plays fifty-eight. Okay, thank you, Matt. You're welcome. Fifty-eight. Yeah. Well, it's it, it, it's 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 not a high number. It's not it's not remarkably low. It's not a high number though. They they need to they need more production. You know what Travis Hunter calls fifty-eight plays? A good uh, a warm up breakfast. <laughs> That's what he calls it. Adam, what were your biggest surprises, and and maybe positively and negatively after you know almost nearly a full first week of games here? Well, for whatever it's worth, right? Because week one is always a little bit of an extension of the preseason, um, and so you you never want to read too much into it. But I will say this: a couple of things stood out to me right away. Uh, the Cowboys are for real. You can't go on the road to a division rival and win a game like that, forty nothing, and not be a truly, truly powerful, potent team. Okay. So I think I think Dallas is for real. I think the Forty ers looked awesome to go into Pittsburgh like that and play the way they did. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And, you know, disappointing the, the Giants like to lose at home like oh, that. Just brutal. the opposite of the Cowboys. I can't believe that. Brutal. Um, and. The Cincinnati Bengals, you know, they've started slow mm-hmm. in other years when Joe Burrow's missed training camp. So I don't think it's it's a huge surprise. They were 0-2 last year. Joe Burrow's telling everybody to relax. Uh, I, I do think they'll get better and better. I think the Bengals are a loaded team. Um, but they got stung yesterday, got stung pretty good. And I think the Browns might be a little bit of a surprise team this year. Uh, Bills Jets. Exciting. Yeah, well, I don't know about I don't know if we get on this field right now. There's, there's alerts going off and lightning and <laughs> and hazard threats and all kinds of things like that. But um, well, and you know, I'll tell you the other thing. I'm looking out on the field right now. It's like dark. Now I don't wow. know if they oh, just okay. shut the lights Jeez. or the clouds went black, but it, honestly, it looks like it could be 
It looks like it could be 930 at night here right now. Oh, my gosh. Lovely New York weather. Well, enjoy the game. And um, listen, after last week, Matt wants to know if I should ask you about any brisses or any a moil. Could you explain to us what a moil does, Adam? Anything else? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? Matt came through last week. You know, he asked the proper probing questions and got rewarded for it. Thank you, Adam. Uh, You know, listen, he, he... Dmac, he brought his A game last week. Showed you up a little bit. Showed you how it's done. Hey. You, know, up. you know what? It was like week one for you, right? You That's had a giant like performance. You, you got to turn. Hey, listen, I'd like to. I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear more about the Moyles, but I got to cut you off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thanks, that was good. Uh, hey, you got it. You got me this week. All right, Adam. We'll talk to you later. Thank you. Thanks, Adam. Uh, yeah, Adam Schefter joining us, courtesy of Twin Peaks. Well done. Well done. Thank That's you. how you redeem yourself. Are Are you proud of him, KJ? Aren't you proud of him? Uh, I'm always proud of him. Yeah, Will Lutz took the other L just home. <laughs> They're not better. He'll be here all week, folks. Uh, at least till 6 o'clock. Danny, you're on the fan. What's going on, Danny? You okay? Hey, you all right? Doing, doing all right. Um, all right. Cautiously optimistic, I guess. I, I would compare the game so far to a car on the highway trying to keep up with traffic, but an engine only having three gears. They're working with what they got, man. Pretty yeah. limited with the receiver core. All right, appreciate it. Oof. But he might be eating some of that Marshlerith uh, optimism chili. Man, Op- was that optimistic? Well, he said he was trying to, he was trying tone, to be positive. The, with he was trying. Things. It was the old college try. I mean, Marshlerith. That's right. Broncos, we're back. Oh, oh, oh. Johnny P. What was that promo with Mark? What was he saying? Doing Russ an A+. Plus? Hey, it wasn't, his, it wasn't his fault, man. It wasn't Russell's fault, but I mean. Which, last year, I'm just trying to have a little perspective here. Do you ask for more right now? Maybe that's where Mark was coming from. I don't know, but. Last we were asking this guy to improve, and he did, man. I guess he averaged 5.2 yards of throw. Is that not good? I mean, it's all right if you're a running back. Hmm. But listen, man, and then TD, the new TD show, and Mike and Mark, and Mike is like jumping off ledges. There's got to be a balance here. I heard. But we'll get it. We'll get it. It's not over. It's not great, but it's not over. Hang on. The drive on the fan. Reaction Monday, powered by Superbook Sports. Here's the drive. I kind of like this theme here, man. It's uh, yeah, bro, what's wrong with you, right? Uh, let's uh, try this out. Hey, Joe. Joe, you there, brother? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, bro, what's wrong with you, right? You all right, Joe? Everything okay? You doing all right? You all right? Yeah, I'm doing good. How's it going? Damn, bro, what's wrong with you, right? What's yeah. up, Joe? Hello. Excellent call. Good job, Joe. Sometimes they work, sometimes they don't Come work. Come in with fire Damn, there. You, right? If you call in, give us something, huh? Just a little. They can't all be winners. No. No, trust me. <laughs> if anybody knows about that. Um. So we got, man, game day and big noon Fox kickoff show. 
You good? You need a minute? I'm, I don't know if I'm all right. Okay, bro, what's wrong with you, right? I'm mean, got a little. Apparently, little Big Noon is sticking around. That was that was the scuttlebutt in the press box while we're sitting there watching CU put the finishing touches on a rocking chair finish. Apparently, Gus Johnson says, oh, by the way, we're not going to Penn State and Illinois. We're actually going to keep the equipment truck unpacked. We're not headed to Happy Valley. We're staying in Boulder, despite the fact that Fox doesn't have the game. ESPN has the game, and it's an 8 p.m. local kickoff. And then during the press conference, come to find out, of course, college game day is coming. So in. where are we here in Colorado right now for football? Aren't we in a? Aren't we in kind of a fascinating place right now? It's well, the twilight zone. Well, before I answer that, uh, do you have a realtor, DMac? You would like to refer to uh, well, Big my, Noon Kickoff? My guy is Ed Prather. There you go. Yeah, yeah my guy. I ain't no lie about that. Oh, ain't so no they lie, can get a little joke. little spot up there on Fourth yeah, Street. It's, it's about time. Yeah, it is it's about time. Well, they'll be here. They'll be here. That's what Prime said when he found out. He goes, "I don't blame him. I don't blame him one bit." That's what he said. So who are we when we talk about the Denver? Is it, like I, I asked Schefter uh, about, like, it's hard to not compare the situation of the Broncos to CU. It's hard not to sort of look at this and, and look at that at this point. Now, you had a chance. You had a chance, Broncos. I mean, man, that crowd was hype. Jumbo, mega jumbotron. The non-scoreboard. What's it's the, well? There's limits. There's limits. Right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. They sunk in a hundred million dollars. Can't buy touchdowns. But you know, getting a two next to whatever the Broncos have, like a two one two zero. There's plenty of room up there for numbers. Yeesh, I don't know if they can afford it. <laughs> Russ, how do you turn possessions into points? Um, we felt like we had opportunities. We uh-huh. got to watch the film and see what we can do better. Okay, and there's going to definitely be some things. But I, I, like I said, I think that we played, you know, um, the type of football we want to be able to play and being versatile and everything else. And, uh, you know, we just got to make one, one more play. Okay. He's not wrong. I mean, he's not wrong. If they just execute in the red zone, that's a different play. game. I mean, uh, really, yeah, okay. if right. they just punch, by your logic, by yeah. your logic of the fact that we can forget the onside kick because they're up 13 to 10 and a half, so that no longer <laughs> matters. Yeah, don't worry about that. You paid this coach, you traded for him, and then you paid him. You traded for the quarterback, and then you paid him for moments like this, and they couldn't convert. So, yeah, he is right because it's a game of inches. That's what the NFL is. One penalty here, one missed execution here, a bad run fit, and that can be your day. And unfortunately for the Broncos, going by your logic, man, you had it on the doorstep. Yeah. You had it You had, had it right it. there. You had the ball in your hands in a one-point game with six minutes to go. But it's even before that. It was before that. It was the field goal, listen, too. They're gonna, listen, as, as the cliche goes, they get paid, too. To, to say, hey, listen, we're going to allow 17 points, and I know the Raiders could have scored more. I know they could have. And you got a little bit lucky, let's face it, with an interception in the end zone off a deflection. And if the Raiders wanted to put points up, I guess, on that final drive, they could have done that, too. Yeah, but the game was done by then. You mean if, if the Broncos had had yeah, the 17? Yeah, I mean, Matt, they were, trying to stop. They, they, weren't, they were trying to stop the Raiders more than ever on that final drive. You mean if Will Lutz doesn't miss the extra point and it's a tie game at 17 right there? Is that what you're talking about? Because that's what that, it doesn't matter if the Raiders score more points if it's 17-16. He was listening to Michael Malone. He was taking the L home. I just want mm, why? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Like, why, why would you just spell your name with one L? Because you do spell your name with one T. You're I a, do. Well, the second T is unnecessary. Is it? Yes. Just like the second L in uh, Will. So as- I got Will's back. Aside from just basic convention? 
what is in it? American norms? What is it? Matt to Hugh? No, it's Matthew. Okay. Yeah. So so everybody using two T's and Matt is doing it wrong. Uh, apparently. What is it? Matt, your legal name, or is it Matthew? Matthew. Is it spelled with two T's? Of course not. Why would I? I love how people ask me that. I do you spell your own name wrong? I've had many people, many people over the course uh, of my I'm life. You spell back. Matt with one T. I'm getting sidetracked. A little. <sighs> well, how could you not? It's the I same name. It I just could not believe they. I was shocked. I was shocked. What was your score heading into it? Thirty to seventeen Broncos. I had twenty-seven, twenty-four. Because here's what I thought was going to happen: the Broncos would take a lead and force Jimmy G into some sort of desperate situation, hey. and he would turn the ball over. And I thought Pat Sertan specifically would get the big your guy. Your guy, you killed us with truth last week. You killed us. I mean, dead on the floor. Patrick Sertan has the most pressure on him to stop Devontae Adams. So I want to hear you sing some praises for PS2. Yeah, well, he did what I thought he was going to do. I thought that was going to be the big matchup. You know what's interesting is Max Crosby did bring pressure, but he didn't wreck the game. Josh Jacobs was meh. I mean, nothing. And Devontae Adams was held under control. All right, so here's Like everything we thought you would have to do Against the Raiders, you basically did. Where you fell flat is you couldn't put a drive together at the end of the game against a no-name defense, and then your defense couldn't get a stop to save their life. And Kareem Jackson, my man, you got to know better. You just got to know better. You can't do that. You can't do it under those circumstances. Well, Simmons had one too, right? I mean, right in the first half there. What matters more, things that happen in the first half or in the fourth quarter? They're all the same. I think they're all weighted. It, it just depends upon the game. I don't think it matters when the sequence of events. You just brought up Pat Sertan. How about these numbers for you? 61% of the time that Devontae Adams and Pat Sertan were both on the field, Pat Sertan was shadowing him 61%, so 16 out of 26 snaps. Only five targets to Adams while being defended by Patrick Sertan. All right. And Sertan only allowed two for 11 yards. Okay. Well, I mean, cool. you want to talk about a massive improvement over last year, and and for, to your further your point, Dmac, you did everything, man. You did every, you did all the tough work. You limited Jacobs. You bottled up Devontae Adams for the most yep, part. Yep. Yet Crosby only affected you in the first half. Yep. You're right on the doorstep, man. And you couldn't stop Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Put respect to that name, Rio. Rio. Damn, bro, what's wrong with you? Right? No. You all right, Rio? What's up, Rio? Yes, sir. I'm here. Yeah, all right. All right, Dom. What you got? Oh, so what, what I'm thinking is, I, I think I just thought on it is a collective loss. Holy cow. Oh, boy. Oh, my Lord. <sighs> you never know. It's all right. The Broncos didn't play much better than the callers have in week Wilson? Don't make fun of Rio, man. Rio doesn't have any windows in the car, clearly. <laughs> try, try one more. Steve, Steve, yeah. Man, bro, what's wrong with you, right? You all right, Steve? Good. Doing good, except for yeah. all right. the onside kick. Come on. Oh, boy, Steve. Oh, no, hey, no, hey, no. Hey, hey. Thanks, uh, Steve. Shut, Come on. Shut up and, hey, shut up and listen. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Mr. Mr. Smart Coach, Mr. Smartest Coach in the world, puts his team in a hole right off the bat. If you want to make a statement, how about a statement of winning a ball game? There you go, what, Steve. Yeah, you guys, you guys know the odds of onside kicks. Yeah, you know the odds, and everybody knows his famous onside kick. Everybody knows. You don't think the Raiders talked about that? 
Everybody knows Mr. Payton's famous onside kick. Come on. So you put your team in a hole right away, so they get three. You want to spot them three? There you go. Steve. Well, they didn't get three. They didn't get three. They got seven. Yeah. In a tight game where you're trying to make a statement of a win, you don't do that, Mr. Smart Coach. It was something we'd seen on film. It wasn't like a random. We, we just felt like saw a leverage opportunity and someone we wanted to take advantage of. Obviously, we didn't want to contact the ball before 10 yards, but it was kind of being aggressive, and yet we felt like you know, we came to win a game. So it was... It was something we discussed. If we won the toss, we were going to defer. Then obviously we wanted it kicked over on our sideline. So, you know, it was just one of those things that we felt percentage-wise, we felt pretty good about the the odds. Really? I just I need to see those numbers, Sean. I need to see those percentages. I really do. What could he possibly be talking about? Honestly, what could he possibly be talking about? I got eyes. I got a brain. Make it make sense, pal. You know what? Somebody ought to ask him what those numbers were that he made that judgment on. He's got the BSE, man. And doesn't he? I like the BSE. That's fine. I'm good with it. But don't don't BSE me when you walk right in the door. <laughs> like, open the door. Get in the house for a minute. Take your coat off. Fix me a drink first? Yeah. Let me just walk in and bam! Well, BSE in your face. Just, hey. Thanks, you two Del Frisco's. What does that work? Del Fr- you know what makes me feel better? Is the food from Del Frisco's at I-25 in Orchard. And listen, it's all good. But if you're going to throw the lobster roll out there, I mean, if you're just going to throw it out there. I'll scarf it down. I mean, I'll scarf it down. Listen, I didn't grow up on the water for no reason. I actually don't know why I grew up in the water. Because the water would only come in and then it would go out. We lived in an inlet. I mean, half the time it was just mud. Did you hear from Peta and Eileen this week? I did. I heard from both Peta and Eileen. About Twami coming back? The prodigal son? Returns. They're uh, they're stuck in Mac Jones um, conundrums. They don't know what to think about it. Tommy's not cu- Tommy coming back. Tommy came back to do a victory lap. That was great. Yeah, it was the best That's- victory lap I've ever seen. All right, three zero three seven one three one zero four three. You all right? You doing okay? We're here for you. We're here for you with our own energy. With our with our own energy. It's disappointing, but we always got Boulder. I've been thinking, I want you to be happier. I want you to be happier. Man, I'm happy. When the morning comes and we see what we've become. In the cold light of day, we're a flame in the wind, not the fire that we begun. Every argument, every word we can't take back. Cause with all that has happened, I think that we both know the way that the story ends. Then only for a minute. to cleanse the palate for a second. Cleanse it, babe. Wipe that slate clean. We're going to get to the Broncos, of course. Staying on the Broncos. But as this is about to drop, let me cleanse the palate just a second. Here's Sims. Bobbles a snap. Loose ball. Who's got it? And Colorado says they have it, and they do. Down to 10 of the 29. Another fumble. Sims coughs it up again. Holy Chicago Jeff Sims. Oh, yeah, Chicago. And Colorado finally on the board. Sims gives it up. Whoa, what a tackle. George Dominic. Sanders winding up. There it is. He's got a man. Touchdown. Dawson. Sanders in trouble. Fires. Open. Caught. 
Dewar Sanders under pressure. Bounces. Takes his time. Does it. Touchdown. Buffalo. Xavier Weaver. Colorado Buffaloes are starting to find their mojo. Trick play here. Yeah, mojo. Dawson. Can he get there? Touchdown, Colorado. Dewar Sanders looking. Steps up. Wants a run. Touchdown, Colorado. This time he does it with his legs. Man, that feels good. What, what a world. It just. But then I go back to the RamosLaw.com text line. Don't the Ramos Law? Hey, D-Mac. Hey, Jackass. That Jackass? That hurts me. Ja- Jackass? 30 to 17, wasn't it? That's what I said. Mm. That's what I said about those broadcasts. So the RamosLaw.com text line has receipts. Uh, well, I'm not denying it. With the scoop and score to add, yeah, I thought that was going to be another great pick. Just unreal. Hey, if you guys are waiting for D-Max picks, you must not have been paying attention to King Supers fan football pick em. This is what happens when you make your picks oh, on a Tuesday. Uh, I'm tied for first. Are you really? Of course I am. Who, I really. Who are you tied for first with? I'm tied for first, unfortunately, with Schlereth. And then with Nate um, Jackson, who was giving me all sorts of grief last week for missing the Thursday night game. And I said, just, you know. Keep that same energy when at the end of the week I'm sitting in first. And again. The BNE, the Big Nate Energy. The, yeah, and I, I hit him right with that BME. What can I tell you? Okay. Right back. Let's go to uh, our guy, Bob. I mean, we're. Damn, bro, what's wrong with you, right? You all right there, Bob? You okay? Bob is good. How are y'all doing? I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm fine. I'm disappointed. I think Bob might have something here for us. Let's hear it, Bob. Look, all right. I was at the game. The energy was off the charts, it was electric. On the onside kick, I was stoked. I saw it. I had great seats. I saw it touch it early. I thought, oh, that's not going to work out. You know, so I was I mad about it? No. I mean, it's easy to be mad about it right after the fact mm-hmm. when we didn't get it. But at the time, I was like, you know, that that had a shot. They had, really had a shot. You know, and bottom line is, fellas, I don't think all is lost quite yet. I thought there were a lot of positives we could take. Of course not. Javante, Bob, I, I totally s- Javante. Yes. So, bottom line is. Yes, Bob. What's the bottom line? I'm going to go back next year. I'm going to go back next next week. Okay, Great. I appreciate it. Just a small-town girl living in a lonely world energy there from Bob. Uh, okay, it's not quite there. Mm-hmm. It's not. The season you sure? Listen, man. You sure? It's a. It sucks. It makes things way more difficult, but we knew when Sean Payne talked about it yesterday and today, I was part of that little Zoom call today. How, how'd that go? Was he nicer than last it was, Monday? It was, it was phone only, about 10 minutes, so it was twice in length. A little more humble than last week, huh? I wouldn't say humble, mm. but I would say, you know, nobody's necessarily freaking out. The question, though, is... In a and what he acknowledged was these games in the NFL are going to be close. They're going to be close, and I agree. That's just the nature of the NFL. That's what makes the NFL so damn exciting. So if the games are going to be close, what's going to be the difference between your team coming through and your team not coming through? We saw the greatest problem that Nathaniel Hackett had, aside from, according to Sean Payton, the worst incompetent coaching ever was really an inability to come through. Because look at how many close games there actually were last year. Four and nine in one-score games. 17-16 was the final against Seattle last year. I wondered what Nathaniel Hackett thought when he heard the score. <laughs> I doubt he watched a game. You but think that was lost on Nathaniel Hackett? Definitely not. Four and nine in one-score games. I would have loved to be a fly on the wall when he found out what the score turned I, out to be. I love that stat. 
I love that stat. Four and nine in one score games, meaning there were four games that were just kind of whatever. They the one was a win for the Broncos, which was more than one score, and the others were probably losses. I guess if I do my math. They were 4-9 in one-score games. They won four of them. They lost nine of them. Yeah, I go. So there's got to be four more games left. Oh, oh, four oh I'm other so sorry. Games. Now I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. In okay. one of those games, they won by nine, so it's more than one score. So that was their fifth. And then they lost three other by by more than one score. They were five and, and uh, 12 on the year. Okay. <laughs> I, I got you. Just I trust got me. You. Trust no, me. No, I got you. You're talking about 2022. Trust, just trust me. I do. Okay. <laughs> I trust you. So, okay, let's just go. Let's just assume that the NFL hasn't changed that much, Matt. And let's assume there's going to be 13 one-score games on the Broncos' docket. They're now 0-1. What do you think, and listeners, what do you think the Broncos will go the rest of the way? Let's just assume there are going to be four games, either pro or negative, that are beyond one score. But let's also assume the nature of this team likely will be the same which is a lot of one-score games, 13 one-score games, just like last year. They're currently 0-1. What do they go for the next 12 games? Great question. I mean, I'd love to just say, hey, they're going to go X, Y, but we don't know. We're just scratching the the surface This is what you believe or you don't believe. I believe you're looking at a team with a range of about five, and if they hit a bunch of green lights coming down the stretch, maybe eight. Maybe eight wins, but they're going to have to hit some green lights. Well, it'll all be about the 12 one-score games. There's no doubt about the, it. The whole season will rely on those 12 one-score games they likely have to come. Do you know why the onside kick bothered me so much? <laughs> we can hear about it coming up with Football at 4 next.